0: funny thing is is they don't even agree with each other so um uh, i mean you got guys going to quantum physics to try to prove that the universe does doesn't really need an absolute beginning but there is no standard theory of uh, agreement uh in the uh, field of uh quantum physics i mean there's just there's so many different views they all contradict one another so uh but whatever the case um I think when everything's said and done, it's an appeal to authority. You know, the, the four big guns that I mentioned, Nietzsche, Russell, Ayers, uh, Sartre, it's like saying, you know, don't you know that all the leading philosophers today um, uh, don't believe in God and don't believe in absolute moral values. That's, that's what the argument boils down Creation versus evolution, that's what the argument boils down to. Don't you know the leading scientists today are evolutionists? Um, and that sounds a lot like some guy, you know, four centuries ago saying, well, the infallible Pope has spoken, therefore let's stop thinking about the issue. Our minds have been made up by him. And um, so uh, uh, whatever the case, um, it, it, it's almost like, yeah, you can throw out all these contradictions, but Russell was a genius. He agreed with me. Sartre was a genius. He agreed with me and you can't name any big name philosopher who that's living today but you know in that two two things to respond to there if you are a world-class philosopher like william lane craig and you are a christian like craig is automatically you're not part of the big name philosopher social club automatically you get dropped down to the level of the neanderthals um because those are you know the anti-christians are the guys with the power right now um Secondly, I think you could show that uh, non-theists, those who deny the existence of a personal God, uh, uh, the 20th century uh, is an aberration in the history of philosophy. And we're we're, we're starting to see that right now, that uh, uh, usually your philosophy professor or the chairman of the philosophy department is an atheist. Uh, However, all the young guys that are getting hired as assistant professors and associate professors are usually a lot closer to pantheism or are at least postmodernists who are open to mysterious spiritual explanations uh, that their, uh, uh, the head of their departments are not open to, and, and so as soon as those guys die out, the, the atheist dinosaurs die out, the, the question isn't going to be, uh, is there a God? The question is going to be, which God is the true God? Um, But uh, but if you look at the history of philosophy, though not all uh, the great philosophers were Christians, uh, a very high percentage of them, Plato, Aristotle, um, the the Christian philosophers, even guys like Immanuel Kant, David Hume, um, most of the great thinkers that these guys, the atheists, turned to for their arguments against Christianity still did believe in the existence of a personal God. It was never considered throughout the history of philosophy. Atheism or agnosticism were never considered um, rational world views because they lacked that explanatory power. Uh, it's only in this century that um, that uh, the history of philosophy has stooped to that level. And um, and you know if the Lord's return is not in the very near future. Uh, the 20th century may be viewed as a tremendous embarrassment to the history of philosophy that guys could actually entertain um, the idea that uh, we randomly got here through, uh, from primordial soup. But uh, any other questions? How about the a great Chinese philosopher um, who hold that... Um there is a moral standard but the moral standard follows nature so we don't need to have mm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah and uh, the question there very good question about the the great uh chinese philosophy are you talking about confucius or, or are you talking about just philosophers oh okay yeah uh, lao tzu and uh, um, yeah and uh, basically arguing that there is uh, an absolute moral standard basically uh, although uh it does not have to be anchored in god um, and you know basically i am in agreement with them that there is an absolute moral standard my response uh to, to the a great thinker of the past would be uh why you know where do these absolute moral laws come from for, for instance a- absolute moral law do do no harm to another um can you take that? Is that moral law real? Lao Tzu would say, yeah, it's real. Well, you know, can you bounce it? Can you throw it? How much does it weigh? So it's pretty much not a physical thing. It's, uh, it's, an, invisible, it's an invisible thing, but it's still real. It doesn't take from the reality of it. So my question is, well, where do these invisible, real things called moral values come from? My answer is uh, uh, the invisible, eternal, unchanging mind of God um uh, so others that just put them there are kind of like plato where they've got these eternal unchanging moral values these invisible the invisible world of the forms or the ideas if you will but they're just hanging there and they're there without an explanation so my response would be well you know it, it it's basically what philosophers say it begs the question somebody said well they're just there why why are they there um you know, in philosophy is supposed to be a search for explanations, a search for the reasons why things are the way they are. And uh, it just seems to me that if a man honestly makes that search, he always ends up in the throne room of God. And a lot of people don't like hanging out there, so we don't always go where the evidence leads us. And so some sometimes we just we say, oh yeah, there's absolute moral values, and then we walk into the throne room of the absolute moral value. Uh, absolute moral law giver we don't like being there so then we have two options either throw out the absolute moral values and pretend they don't exist until somebody wrongs you or admit that they do exist but just stop stop our search for truth at that point don't go any further that's what bertrand russell was trying to get us to do when he said the universe is just there so i would agree with that that great chinese tradition that there are moral values I, i would just ask the question why and I think ultimately uh, the big explanation um, is, you know, in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth and part of the heavens and the earth are these things, you know, moral values that flow from his mind. Actually, the, the moral values aren't even created. They, they naturally flow from his nature throughout all eternity. But, uh, um, okay, any other questions? Uh, I thought I saw another hand that was up at a long time. okay uh, i don't know if uh if you want to just open it up to just informal fellowship or or that type of thing and but uh but